0: This story comes to us from Guangdong Province in southern China, an area famous for bananas, banana spiders, and actually a lot of other rare spiders. Some as large as a human hand, and the locals tell us some can be as intelligent as a dog. Some of the villagers wanted me to speak with an older auntie, She lived in one of those two-story concrete farmhouses you'd see in southern China. She still lived alone, a spinster. She wanted to tell us that these spiders were indeed very intelligent. And she tells us that when she was a younger lady, she was living alone. And unlike many people who would be afraid of them, she noticed that these spiders would be cooperative. In fact, she said they never bothered her. She could leave snacks for them, and they would seem to appreciate it. She agreed they will follow a person around the house as if a dog following their master. Their eyes, which glow with reflections of lights, seem to have an intelligence quality, as if they are acknowledging you, and you can look them in the eye as well. But she tells us to be careful, for with intelligence comes cunning She recalled being in her mid-twenties, where it was unusual in the time and place for a young woman like her to be living alone. But due to her family passing away, she was in such a situation. She said she learned to take care of herself quite well. But one day she recalls waking up very ill. She says that morning she can remember feeling nauseous, dizzy. She had to vomit several times. She tells us that back then, 35 years ago, in these type of Chinese villages, there were no cell phones and no easy conveniences, such as delivery, so she had to take care of herself. She recalled how desperately ill she felt that morning. In fact, she said it got worse and worse as the afternoon came around, even to this day, This type of auntie will still use only Chinese traditional medicine. She tried to solve her problem with local herbs that she'd collected, some hot water, of course, and it only got worse. She found herself falling into a kind of hazy, dizzy, delirious state. She realized there was no other choice but to lay down before she passed out where she was standing. She said she made her way up to the second floor flopped out on the bed and blacked out. She had no idea how long she'd been passed out. But she was awoken by the spiders. Yes, those spiders we talked about. And it must have been the next morning because she could see some sunlight popping through the windows. At some point in the night, though it was a hot summer, she had pulled a blanket over herself. Opening her groggy eyes, she tells us that she saw those spiders. These ones could be the size of a woman's hand, though she said some were quite small, some were larger, and that the spiders seemed to be surrounding her, but in no threatening way. Just some were on the wall, and they appeared to be looking at her, following her as she tried to roll out of bed, dizzy and sick and ill. She thought it must have been a fever dream. It couldn't have been real and she doesn't remember much after that either, but passing out again, and had no idea how long she'd been passed out, but was awoken again by the sound of spiders, those it seemed like it was evening, and there was more and more of them, some as small as a finger, and others as large as a hand. As we noted, she's a single younger woman, living alone, she's upstairs in bed, and she is too ill to even roll out of bed. But now, she said, when she looked around, the curtains were open and the moonlight shone through. And there, beside her bed on the nightstand, there were bananas, brought by the banana spiders, maybe. And beside that, a bowl of water. She saw what appeared to be several of the larger spiders, dragging a mango across the floor towards her bed. The spiders were feeding her, taking care of her. The auntie says she tried desperately to get up, but she had aches and pains throughout her whole body, and in particular her stomach felt so terrible. On the nightstand to the other side of the bed, she saw bundles of Chinese herbs, Chinese plants, that traditional Chinese medicine. Somehow the spiders must have put them there. Though she couldn't bring herself to rise up out of bed, she reached at the nightstands, She said the mango was delicious and juicy, enough to get some water into her body. As she was eating the mango, she would notice the spiders would become quite excited, as if dancing around. You could hear their legs tip-tapping on the walls, the nightstands, the floor. In fact, they seemed to be surrounding her like an audience. Then she made her way to the banana. She tried to get in a few of the herbs that had been left beside her, And again, the spiders would dance and move and seem to be applauding her, if anything, greatly approving of her efforts, but still could not bring herself to a fully conscious state. Her stomach pains were too much and the dizziness overtook her again. She remembers blacking out for a while. Now, at this point in the story, the auntie took the time to tell us that she wouldn't blame us if we believed she was describing some kind of a fever dream Surely many people suggested that at this point in the story. But now she got serious with us and said she knew it was real. She remembers being woken up again, but this time by a sharp noise. And then she heard what appeared to be the sounds of a man. She could hear some sort of commotion going on outside the bedroom. And that's when she noticed that most of the spiders were not in the room anymore. Just the queen, she called her. "'a very, very large black and yellow spider. "'Indeed, her eyes almost seemed human-like. "'Around her, five or six of the larger ones. "'And there was still a few here and there, "'but most of them seemed to have left the room. "'Gathering all of her strength, "'she managed to stumble out of the bed "'and make her way to the bedroom door. "'It was open. "'She turned on the light. "'She could hear something happening "'down at the bottom of the stairs.' And again, in her groggy, weakened state, she held onto the rail tight and made her way down. And that's when she saw that her front window was indeed smashed in. Somebody had tried to break in. And that somebody was laying on the floor. At least half of him. The spiders. She didn't know how many. Maybe 50. A hundred. Maybe a thousand of them. They had swarmed the body and were... In the middle of eating it. Indeed, only half the body remained, and she recognized who it was, too. A local creep who'd been terrorizing women in that village for some years. She knew that if he had taken the time to break in like that, he would have made his way up those stairs to her bedroom, and in her weakened, helpless state, surely he would have done something very terrible. However, he didn't even make it to the stairs. The spiders had somehow intercepted him, perhaps swarmed him biting and stinging and covering his eyes and that was surely the noise she heard as he fell to the floor. Once she realized what she was seeing she let out a surprised yelp. The spiders had saved her life. Some of the spiders began moving towards the stairwell. She would back up a step and they would move forward a step as if coaxing her to go back up to her room. There was nothing to see here. They had taken care of everything and so she did. She made her way back up the stairs, struggling, grabbing the handrail, but she was able to stay conscious. She made her way into her bedroom's bathroom, and that's where she washed up, was able to drink some water, but the stomach pains were too much. She couldn't bear it, all the excitement. She was exhausted. The illness was still having its way with her. She did make it back to her bed and, once again, laid down, almost desperately trying to stay conscious, but stomach pains, the illness was taking its toll. She was going to pass out again. There were mangoes everywhere, bananas, herbs, an apple beside her bedstand, and incredibly, a bottle of water had made its way to the other nightstand. As she took a few bites and tried to get through another banana, more and more of the spiders came back up into the room. She said the last thing she could think about was... By the time she'd wake up in the morning if she did wake up the body downstairs would probably be gone and reduced to nothing but dry bones the spiders gathered around her again it seemed as if they were cheering and even praising her they'd saved her life they'd fed her she remembers thinking i must be the queen the queen of spiders she looked over at the queen spider on the windowsill and she remembers asking out loud, as if the spider could understand her. Am I your new queen? Well, the auntie tells us that obviously she did make it to the next day. She said she woke up feeling quite a bit better than she'd ever felt before. Uh, Whatever the illness, she was getting over it, and her body felt much stronger. She recalls the spiders pulling open the curtains and letting the sun shine through. As she looked around, her... Entire bedroom seemed to be coated in spiders. They were on the walls, the ceilings, maybe a thousand of them. Yet all of them facing her, looking at her, and as she woke up and smiled a little, they danced and danced and danced around again, making all kinds of brushing noises and chirps as they seemed delighted that their queen was safe and secure and doing much better. Now she did tell us at that time she did feel better, but there was one problem. Her stomach was still bothering her. Not just bothering her, but in fact it was moving and dilating and whatever was inside her was now trying to get out. An itchy, scratchy feeling in her stomach. At the same time, a number of the spiders made their way onto the bed and began pulling the blanket down over top of her belly. And as they did, more and more of the spiders danced and chirped and tapped their feet on the walls, the ceiling, the floor, seemingly delighted. And that's when the auntie said she could look down and seeing her own naked belly for the first time. At that point in the story, the auntie, now an older lady, reached out and lifted up her shirt to show us a kind of starburst of scars across the middle of her belly. And that's when, she said, she realized The spiders had not been taking care of her and protecting her. They had been protecting their babies.